Welcome, everybody. You're on the podcast Party Like a Rockstar, and I'm your host, Joel Miller. Today's episode is brought to you by Misha's Kind Foods. They're an L.A.-based small business making the world's finest non-dairy cheese spreads on the market today. They're delicious and healthy, made from a cashew and almond milk, and blended with various locally sourced fresh herbs, vegetables, and spices. There's no vegetable oil, soy, fillers, starches, or nutritional yeast. It's lactose-free, paleo, keto, kosher parab, and 100% vegan. Be kind to the planet. Be kind to the planet. Be kind to the. <laughs> trying to go quick. Be kind to the planet, animals, and your body. And we're also brought yes. to you by HollywoodSauce.com, bringing you the very best in hot sauces, barbecue sauces, salsas, marinades, and other fiery fruits. My guest today is keyboardist and musical director Kenneth Crouch. He's worked with such artists as Lenny Kravitz, Eric Clapton, Destiny's Child, Lauren Hill, Brandy, Mark Anthony, The Temptations, Babyface, Tony Braxton, Nancy Wilson, and Vanessa Williams. His uncle was the gospel singer Andre Crouch. If you don't know who Andre Crouch was, he won seven Grammy Awards and has a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. My surprise yep. guest is his buddy, Trevor Lawrence Jr., Trevor also comes from a musical <laughs> legacy. <laughs> Trevor's mother, Linda Lawrence, was a member of the Supremes and Stevie Wonder's Wonderland band. His grandfather, Ira Tucker, <laughs> was the lead singer yeah. of the Hummingbirds and was one of the forefathers uh. of gospel music. He won a Grammy in 1974. His aunt, Sundre Tucker, sang with many artists, including Stevie Wonder and Patti LaBelle, and his father, Trevor Lawrence Sr., the saxophonist has played with the Rolling Stones, Etta James, the Pointer Sisters, Marvin Gaye, B.B. King, and Ringo Starr, just to name a few. Trevor began playing drums at the age of two. He waited a few yep. years before, but before long, he was recording music with Dr. Dre, Macy Gray, Boys to Men, Ashanti, Stevie Wonder, Lionel Richie, and Snoop Dogg. Again, just to name a few. So now that I got you guys together, how do you know each other? <laughs> <laughs> what Trevor has is I, I can't see him. I guess he's he hasn't been in for this thing on. I'm, I'm Trevor, driving, I'm, man. I'm driving. I'm driving. Oh, okay. What's up, Tiara? Yeah. What's up, man? Nancy oh. Wilson? Oh man. Oh, <laughs> I didn't know that. I'm learning new stuff all the time. Oh boy, I'll tell you, man, you're hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Actually, that was funny because it was a song that that um that I produced with, um, what's that, with Randy Jackson. So me and Randy produced this thing, and it was a song that Sharif Ford Payne uh, wrote. Uh, I don't, yeah, yeah, so anyway, yeah, she wrote that, and we produced it, and so, yeah, so the rest is, I guess, history, as, as they call it. <laughs> there you go. Lucky Nancy. Nancy. So um, I assume you guys have known each other since childhood? Well, not since uh, childhood, but a lot. Go ahead, go ahead, T. Well, no, yeah, the, the age difference is a little different. So he's known me since I was real young. I've known Kenneth since I was like a teenager, basically. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So basically, since my childhood, yeah, that's true. Well, teenager, yeah. So <laughs> you guys know, like, did you meet because your parent? I mean, I see Stevie Wonder, Stevie Wonder, Stevie Wonder is like all over the place. Um, is that coincidental, no. or did you guys meet because of Stevie? Or is it yeah, just... we didn't meet because of that. We didn't meet because of that. We met right. We just met in L.A. 
don't, do you remember how we actually first met, Kenneth? I don't remember. Man, I. You know what? You know what I think it might have been. I think, dude. Watch this. You know who I think introduced this? <laughs> Dude, you're a trip. I think Donald Tavier um, introduced us, man. Oh, man, rest in peace. Yeah, yeah. man, rest in peace. Yeah, uh, that was a guy that used to play in a band called Lakeside, and he yeah, used to man. work at, uh, at my dad's studio, although he told everybody he co-owned it, but he used to work there. Exactly. And, uh, he's long. He's, he's since passed on, man, but... That probably is how we met, bro, because it would have been around that that time, which was the early nineties, like mid, yep. like early, yeah, early nineties, yeah, early nineties. Yeah, that makes sense. Because yeah, yep. because I used to come over there and do sessions with him, and then mm-hmm. I met, yeah, that's yeah, I met you there. That's where it was. Yeah, so that was a studio that was called Blue Palm, and now it's called right. now it's owned by Atlantic Records, but it was called Blue Palm back then. Wow, and I'm trying to remember yep. that. I'm trying to remember there there's a guy, there's another guy that that did some stuff there too. I'm trying to think of um uh Dominique. That was a guy's name. Uh God. Oh yeah, guy? you talking about the you mean Khalid Glover? Was it no, wait, no, it not been, no, no, it wasn't Khalid Glover. I remember the guy had this song called the, the Eclectic Cafe. Remember that restaurant? He had a tune called Eclectic Cafe. Oh. Oh, yeah, I don't remember. I remember the restaurant. I used to love that food, but I definitely don't remember the song named after <laughs> well, that, the restaurant. Well, that kind of lets you know right there how great a song it was. <laughs> <laughs> that's a classic. Hey, that's See, funny, thought, bro. I thought yeah, so it's about the 90s, man. I thought huh? you guys were going to be like, well, Stevie Wonder introduced us because we're the two greatest living uh, musicians <laughs> in his life right, or something. Right. But your story's like, uh, wait, just... We just met one day hanging out. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, know. I mean, that's, yeah, that's just how it is most of the time, man. I mean, I know you write books, so that's <laughs> theater of the mind, but one it's book. not you know, it's always funny. as much as it seems. I was talking to somebody once, and it was it was along the lines of, you know, how, how many people in your life have you met in a bar that had a big impact on your life? And I spent a lot of time in bars because I like to drink beers. And you know what the answer is? It's zero. <laughs> you meet people just <laughs> randomly. You just meet them because you're just hanging out somewhere. And then yeah. Yeah. It was funny. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree, yeah. man. It's been the weirdest things. And, you know, you might meet somebody and or see somebody and then you see them somewhere else, like even on the other side of the world, man. You oh, know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You might see a cat in traffic and then one day you like, was that the guy that was driving on the one-on-one and you like hey, in man. Paris? Like, yeah. you know, it's crazy, dude. I got my eyes, <laughs> I got my eyes repaired, and before I had them repaired, I thought I knew everybody. I, everybody was like a buddy, <laughs> and then I'd walk up to them, they'd be like, I, "I have no idea who you are," and it would happen all the time. When I got my eyes fixed, I knew a lot less people. I had a lot less friends. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. Yeah, that totally that's true. funny, so my, dude. My biggest question that's for both of you guys is. Coming from like very strong musical backgrounds, yeah. Why, why did you pick the instruments that you play that you excel at, rather? Because I assume you both play a little bit of a few things. But why'd you pick the piano? Why'd you pick the drums? Kenneth, go ahead. You got it. <laughs> um. Well, my well. well my... Oh, and uh, by the way, thanks for picking them because you're really good at you guys are really good. <laughs> just to throw that, just to make your ego a little bit bigger before we begin. But 
Yeah, why? <laughs> um, you know what? It was crazy. Like you know, well, my my uncle, you know, was 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 a well renowned pianist, and and so so um so his father, my granddad, um, was a preacher at the church, and so um, long story short, I think there was somebody who loaned my, my parents a piano for years. We had a white Wurlitzer spinet piano. And I think my parents asked me, they said, look, somebody's going to give us a piano. I said, do you want to take, do you want to play the piano? It's like, yeah, okay. You know, and I wasn't like super motivated to, or not to, you know, to do it, but I just gave it a try. And the funny thing about it is like, and it's kind of like how I learned then is kind of like how I've always sort of learned. So it's like, I didn't quite catch it like for a long time and wow. like for, yeah, for about a year, I just wasn't catching on, but my mom luckily was really um, encouraging. And like, I was like, I've been, I've been playing for about a, almost a year. And my piano teacher told my mother, she was like, look, give him another month. And if he doesn't really catch on, maybe give him art lessons or something like that. And I just thought that that was interesting. And then my mother never told me. And then somehow within that within that month, it just all clicked. Like it all just like click, click, click. And so like playing the piano for me, it's just been a natural evolution of like life for me. So it's not like I set out to do it, but I just couldn't imagine not doing not doing it so yeah that's kind of what it was so and, and then and i had like how, left like, brain right brain thing how I, old though? You know, I studied how, how old were you uh i think i was about seven i guess oh, something little. like that yeah you're little okay yeah my brother honestly between the two of us he was definitely and is the more natural musician i mean he was like two and three years old setting up like his quaker oatmeal boxes and CNC toys and and he was like playing drums and so that he was a real real natural at that whereas whereas for me um it took a while for me to kind of develop into that but once I did then I kind of caught on well correct me if I'm wrong Trevor but I mean what's amazing for me listening to your music is you are the most distinct piano player I, I think now I will know you're playing I, I know it's you. you you made your own Mark, I mean, I, you played a different way. Yeah, I think you're talking to me, man, Kenneth. I got you, though. Yeah. Oh, uh, what did I say? You said Trevor. I think. Oh no, Trevor, I said correct yeah, me no, if I'm wrong, Trevor. I was wondering if Trevor thought the same thing because. Oh, oh you, got wait, it, got Sorry, it, got guys. It. Yeah, sorry. So no, I was saying, yeah, yeah, you know, the, the way it. I hear because I was listening to your albums and stuff, and then you played yeah. when I when I met you the other day. Yeah. I mean. You have an incredibly distinct way of playing. It's you. The piano wow. is genuinely an extension of you. It was so awesome to watch. It was really wow. neat, man. You well, know? thank, thank. You know what? I really appreciate that 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 compliment. And I think that I think that there's two types of musicians. I think that there's a kind of musician that's sort of like the kind of the jack of all trade types. And then I think there's the other type of musician who is really trying to let their personality really like shine through it and be identifiable. And 
like for me, it's that's not for me to say that I have an identifiable sound. But when I hear you say that, that lets me know that I guess I'm doing, I'm kind of pushing towards the right way. You know, yeah. I'm just I'm just doing my best to do my best and to listen to music and to be um, and to be intelligent and to be uh, receptive to what the to to what the music and my comrades who I'm who I'm playing with to really interplay with all of us together. And I could say for years, for years, man, it was crazy. Like Trevor and I, we played together. We we did a um thing once a week for God, how long was that, Trev? Like three, four years, something like that? Yeah, at least, at least I would say four. I would say more on the four side. You know what? Like, you close might be to right. four for sure. Yeah. Close to four for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And, and and so like we had a chance to not only like we did some stuff in the studio and stuff together, but it's another thing when you play with guys and it's like it's like it's like being like Bulls or or the or the Lakers. It's one thing to be like individual cats, but when you're part of a team and part of a unit yeah. and you mm-hmm. can you can feel like like Trevor can play something and it can guide me a certain way. Like everybody I think has the power. Like when we were playing, it was like me, Trevor, uh, Byron Miller and um, Daryl Crooks. And I think that each of us individually and collectively have the magic of kind of helping to guide something. Um, But it was Mm -hmm. never like, okay, well, it's just me. It was never that. It's like the, the, mm-hmm. the magic of it is the collective. Would you agree with that, T? Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's what it always is when you when you play with other people on stage. You have to uh, take your ego out of the equation, yeah, or else yeah. you know the music is not uh not as good as it could be. You know, right. I mean, it's not the level that that it can be when you're playing for yourself, as opposed to see what happens when everybody's thing turns into one sound. It's a, it's a yeah very long journey to try to get there that's the journey that's why the monitor engineer's job's tough (laughs) yeah yeah i can't hear it can you turn it up can you turn it up all right and trevor so uh why'd you start playing the drums what was the i mean two years old mine is pretty simple it's pretty simple my mom was a singer she wanted to be a drummer and her parents was like nope so she was a singer so when she had a kid she got pregnant. She said, "I wish I had a son that played drums," and it and it happened. That's wow! Are, are, your I mean, mama, that, are you, are you a mama's easy, boy? That's the easy one. Are well, I mom? mean, I'm you know I love my mom. You know what I'm saying? I mean, <laughs> yeah, I'm a total, I don't know. I'm, what, a, I'm horrible. Love their mother. I'm a mama's boy. Yeah. I, call my, I call my mom every day, every day. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. I, of course, I'm a yeah. I'm gonna make sure. I yeah, of course. So you know, it was just short and sweet. It's just easy, man. It just happened that way, and I stuck with it. And it worked out. Ah, it's really well. I'm glad for it. So, go look at your guys' well, records. You guys have both been real busy during the pandemic. Both of you guys have been writing a lot of music. Um, yeah. A lot of the time, you're working for other artists, you know, to pay the bills. And also, sure. it's cool though. There's nothing. It's all cool. But you've had the opportunity to like work on you. That's got to be kind of nice. Yeah. And and I wanted to ask you guys, what does it feel like to build? Or learn about maybe your own musical uh, tastes, endeavors, and everything, and focus on your own music 
uh, exclusively. Trevor, go ahead. I mean, yeah, it's it's never really exclusive, but you almost have to. It's funny because you have to really force yourself to carve out the time for yourself. It's almost like right. backwards, you know, because we're so yeah. used to working with with other people, and uh, you know, you have to find that motivation. Um, right. And you know, it's, it's like, you know, if you're looking at music as if you're looking at if you're looking at each individual person as a business it's like when you're working for everybody else that's when you're the employee but then when it's your turn you're owning the company so right. a lot of people think they're cut out for it but it's a lot more work and staying up Oof. late and first to arrive last to leave you know i'm going to go through the whole process again it's like listen it's a different it's a different mindset you know what i'm saying so it's like it's, it's very rewarding when it happens and uh you know but it, it's 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 not as easy as it seems especially during this pandemic because it was yeah. such a weird thing to interact yeah. with people that was it was weird right so, you know were you doing it in, in a home studio or were you guys going to a studio to, to do these albums that you guys were working on i luckily have a studio at my house so i was it was able to you know everybody got a studio with a laptop in 2021 right. though you know what right. i mean so yeah. you know Starbucks studios, coffee bean studios, Come on, you know, man. It's, it's, hey, you Kinko know, studios, <laughs> parking lot yeah. studios, parking lot interviews. Yeah. yeah, why not? You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, you know, this is what it is. And one thing I'll say too, man, is that it is one of the better times to be an independent artist because you can control everything just by yourself from the laptop. I can make a song on my phone and have it out to the rest of the world in 48 hours. It's I mean, that was really possible in the last, you know, in, you know, 10 years ago, or, you know what I'm saying? Even less, even more recent than that, it wasn't quite as direct as you can do it now. So, and as fast so, and yeah. the quality being of a certain quality. So, you know, it's like, um, it's an interesting time, you know, because in the pandemic took it a step further to where people are now, that didn't think that it was important to know any of those skills or start making your own music. Now, all of a sudden, everybody wanted to, to start, you know, the, the music retailers, this the most popular music retailer right now is called, um, um, uh, what's it called? What's it called? Uh, not guitar center, Sweetwater. It's called Sweetwater. Right. Sweetwater went through the roof during the pandemic because really? everybody was that. buying studios. They went right. crazy. They 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 became they were already the biggest retailer of music, but they just increased the gap by just you know so much, so many times more business volume they did because everybody was all of a sudden buying recording equipment and video equipment, and you know because people realized okay. I got to learn this. I got to do something to create something because yeah. if I'm just the kind of person that's waiting for somebody to call me, you know what I'm saying? There's no, there's no calls happening. You know what exactly. I'm saying? And, you know, exactly. You know, exactly. it forced a lot of people to, to get, you know, to hustle. Those of us that were already hustling before the pandemic, it wasn't quite such a, a, a thing, but a lot of people, they, they had to completely change the scope of their job description during this pandemic. Right. And, and you know what? And to kind of piggyback off of what Trevor's saying right there, because I think that I think that there were possibly a lot of people who 
I think who probably thought that they were like one dimensional uh, uh, people or artists or however you want to look at it. And so, and like what Trevor is saying is absolutely true. Like I looked at it like, like if, if, if you don't come, like I look at it like this, like if you don't come out of this having learned something, then shame on you because really there's no, this, this was, this was the great, this was, and to me, the, the, you know, the a Renaissance Simon and a great reset. So I just said, okay, you know, I, I remember I started out like December, you know, I was just kind of going through a depression. I just said, you know what, Kenneth, you got to do something. So then it was like December 1st. And I said, okay, great. I'm going to do a Christmas album. I was like, okay, great. That, that sounds crazy. Do a Christmas album and try to have it done within two, three weeks time and release it. But I just said, look, if I can think it, then I can do it. And what blew me away, well, I, I think one of the greatest gifts is like, it's not even necessarily just releasing the, the music, but it's the lessons that you learned along the way. Like for me, like Trevor was, is much better historically than me at doing this. But it's like, he's really good at like sharing, you know, music and me, I would just, I was such in a mental place. Like, is it good enough? Is it good enough? And then I realized that, you know what? All I can do is just what I can do. And I have to realize it's like, what is my motivation for doing what I'm doing? And so in that, sometimes it's just like, you just, you just put your head, you just put your head in the sand, in the soil, you know, you just put your head in the soil and you just go. And you don't know everything that's going to happen. And so I'm just like, you know what? Let me just put together the music the best way that I know how to do it. And the more I do it, the better I'm going to get. And when I reach out to people, it's like people are saying, hey, man, I'm like, you know, I'll help you out with this. And, and that's the thing that's amazing to me. It's like, especially when you're an army of one or you think that you're just an army of one. If, if, you, if you do something that's cool, and if you're cool to people, people are going to be helpful and you're, they're going to give you help along the way. So that's what I've been doing. And, and so I've been putting stuff out like like every month and it's all over the place. And I just said, you know what, I'm just going to put the stuff out there and, you know, and let the chips fall where they may. And, and you know, that's just kind of where, where I'm at with it. And sure. it kind of gives me something to push towards. And there's there's so much to learn all you know all the time and then and then it's great because then I can call up cats like Trevor and I'll be like hey man you know what about this and this and that and he's like man okay well if you want to get a, go ahead and get you know distribution or if you get want to do like artwork here's where I go you know for artwork and this that and the other and and it's an exchange of ideas so it's not like I have all of the information or he has all the information is we share it because it's more to sharing than to hoarding, you know? So have you guys like, so uh, working in the studio, so you're working with a Dr. Dre, you're working with a, a Lauren Hill, you're working with a bigger name. Have you found like, you thought the track was over at any point and then they added just something else where you're like, oh wow, mind blown. Didn't, I can't believe you put that right there. That was amazing. I, I, I will say this, this is what I can say and then I'll head off to Trevor. Art is never finished. It's Art is never finished and it's ever, it's ever um, evolving. And I think that when you're doing records, 
that you just have to get to a point where you just say, you know what, this is what this is and on to the next, because there's always revisions in your head. So, and, and I remember an old uh, manager telling me, he's like, people aren't going to know you for a song. They'll know you for a body of work. So I just said, you know what, let me just try to push, push along. And the thing about it is, is you like work on something, you need it like dough, and then you're on to the next. But of course you hear these brilliant sounds of, of, of Nirvana, not the band, but just of the idea of the enlightenment. And it could be that I could listen to, I could work on something. I can hear something that Trevor's done. I'm like, Oh my God, you know, that's really cool. Maybe I can tap into the spirit of that and see how I can apply that to what I do. Not a rip, but, but being, but being, um, being um, enlightened and being um, influenced by by everybody's brilliance, you know, and it's like Trevor always has a great way of, of doing things, and, and it's not just the music; it's his sense of humor, and learning how to tap into all of those things is what makes for great art. That's cool, I think. Uh, and so, what about you, Trevor? So you're you're in the studio with Dr. Dre. I mean, has he has he added something to a to a track you're working on where you're like? How about where the fuck did that come from? And and wow, <laughs> you know, that's amazing. Well, since you're using him specifically, I'll say this. Over there, um, it's all I've never I thought I knew what revision and refinement was, and I had no idea before I started working with him, you know, uh, over a decade ago. And I'll just say that he is very um fluid it's like it's all it could be the last moment of the last print of the mix and it could be like hey let's add this it happens you know what i mean and my thing is i don't i don't even put any any of my emotions into stuff like that or any of my thought process when it's not my um situation like when it's my sure. record then i can deal you know what i'm saying but when it's there's like man i can't tell you how many records i've done and I don't like what somebody's done to something I may have played drums on. Like I might have played drums on a record, and then it comes out, and they did all kind of quantizing, and but it doesn't right. sound the pocket that I intended. But guess what? That's not my that's not my thing. I mean, right. that's what they they do. It's theirs to do that with after my job is done. That's their creative work, and right. whoever they put in charge to do that, the producer, that's the choice he made. That's See, on them. You, so I, I don't, you know. I think you got to think that way, though, because they'll drive you nuts. You'd be like, you know, what did you, why did you hire me? Right. You could have, yeah. You got to work with. Yeah, no, but that's ego, though. That's right. ego. If you ever say that, unbeknownst right. to you, that's coming from a place of ego. It's yeah. like, well, what I did is this, and you changed what I did. So immediately, that's coming from a place of ego. And like we say, your ego's not your amigo. That's one of our phrases. <laughs> and so, you know, it's like, you know, that's the that's that's the that's the phrase we use over at Aftermath. And guess what? It, it, it's real talk, though. And sometimes, look, we don't even know. So it's not that anybody's maliciously doing these things. Sometimes we don't even know that that's what's fueling those types of lenses that you put on certain decisions. Sometimes that's being fueled by ego. We don't even know. So I think. With the ever with the constant evolution of music and evolution of us as humans, I think the other thing that we have to realize is that 
we're really learning how to understand our human psyche and our mind and the things that that make us do certain things and the people that master that tend to be the successful people you know when you look back at everything yeah 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 and it's it's a lot of work it's a second so you got to work with one of my favorite people lionel richie to me is just he's the tip top of the thing and yeah, I, I, when I got to work for Guns N' Roses, for me that was a that was a big deal, man. I was so excited. Yeah. Please tell me you were excited, oh, yeah. and, and like, how did it fulfill like all those things that you were hoping for? Because the guy's just such a beautiful person all around. I mean, he's such a good guy, and he's such an incredible talent. It must have been very, very cool. Well, I'm sure we both worked with him. So, I, were you directing that at Kenneth first? Sorry, I, know so I, was directing, I was directing it to you, and then I got—I was going to load okay, up well, with, with somebody else pretty well, quick I mean, the, the, I mean, of course, you know, Lionel's the icon and, and the business icon and the icon songwriter. So with me, the thing I liked about it the most is that I was working with him in the capacity of writing music. It wasn't just playing drums. So I was going to be able to share copyrights with somebody of that magnitude. Yeah, that's so what I was going. that was just, great. Yeah, not, man. It was like, that was amazing. It's not the money aspect. It's yeah. the absolute straight coolness. I, I got to write a song for Darius Rucker. Yeah. And it was just the neatest thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, to hang out with, you know, Darius Rucker. And you're looking at, man, could this guy sing? Yeah, And yeah. when you see him in person, you're kind of like, I've seen a lot of guys. But when I saw that guy, I was like, holy shit, you're like really good. <laughs> and, and you get that what? little kid in there that excites you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think to piggyback off of what, what Trevor's saying, what he's saying is absolutely yeah. right. Um, I think that what happens, like Trevor and I, of course, we've known each other for, for, for years. And I think that what happens is hopefully if you're good and, and, and we've, we've, we've been, we've been fortunate enough to, to make our, our livings and stuff doing this. Yeah. I think that right. if you're good and if you're paying attention, you're going to naturally grow. Yeah. And what he was saying about um, about the ego and stuff like that, I I I will say this: um, Trevor definitely got it much faster than I did. Like really knowing how to play the um, play the game from from um, from an intellectual game standpoint, and I've uh-huh. kind of learned it a bit later on. Um, but, mm-hmm. I, but 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 along with that, I think that what it is, I you know I was having a conversation I'll with myself just around. What's that? What is that? I'm being profiled this whole time, so I made the cops go around me. They're profiling <laughs> me on Sunset for like 30 minutes, so I just finally drove so slow that they had to go around me. Sorry, continue. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, Welcome least, to LA. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, where black men can laugh about profiling and keep going. But anyway, you know, I, went to, I went down to Carney's Deli the other day with Aaron, with Aaron Bullock. Right. And um, we we had hot dogs. I didn't, I, I told him I've never been here sober. <laughs> I'm like, I didn't even, and that was, I hadn't been to Sunset in like 20 years, man. I'm like, I didn't even know this was a train, Aaron. <laughs> I <know> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but, what, but yeah, but, 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 yeah, what I, but what I was, what I was saying is like, um, like I've been really like just just like listening to like like you know what's going on and stuff like that musically, and 
you know, and, and I just and I just had a, just a different way of looking at it. It's like, you know, it's like rather than me like complain and say, oh, my God, well, this new music is terrible. And, you know, these, you know, just sound like the old dude at the club. Yeah. I just, you know, just putting in my mindset, it's like, OK, what can I it's like, how can I OK, with all this with all this horsepower I supposedly have how can I still communicate and reach people who may not necessarily have the same musical taste as I do, but how can I, with all that I know, how can I take myself out of it so that I can communicate and I can touch the heart? And that's a hard thing, especially when it's like, oh my God, well, you know, I know Chopin, I know Prokofiev, and I know Stravinsky, and I know Foray, and it's like, yeah, but that's cool, but it's like, but music and art, it's supposed to be about communication. Oh. So how can I make sure that I'm communicating and, and that people are really, that I'm making my point and, and really getting to the matter of the heart of people? And that's one thing that Trevor definitely has is super great at and i think that yeah he's super super great at that and in this pandemic you know with me doing like these different types of of albums i'm like man like it's so much like i'm i'm barely scratching the surface and i'm just like man it's so much to learn it's the, the music and the art it's never done it's never finished and if you're finished, if you think that you've arrived, then you're missing out. So I think that's what it's about. You know, really, really taking yourself out of it and really getting to the to, to the real communication of talking to people's hearts. I think that's what it's about. So, you know, in that idea, so I, I love the community aspect, the family spirit, you know, putting you yeah. guys together as a family idea and music. The people, the enthusiasts, the people that work in the industry, it is, it's like a big family. So if i'm not wrong you went to high school with lenny kravitz is that right kenneth uh, well, no, no Len, lenny well, no no lenny and i were you uh, say we, lenny went to high school with me no 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 no, we're no, talking no, about ego. no no we're talking about ego okay anyway sorry, no, sorry. No, no, a little no, chat no, little right. chat little chat <laughs> no not even no lenny and i um we had a, a mutual friend of ours that i went to church with and i've known this guy ever since i was in um in high school of junior high school and then he introduced me to Lenny and so I met Lenny when I was in the 11th grade and we used to jam together and then cut to 89 when he did Let Love Rule. He calls me up and says, hey Crouch, um, hey, can you come to New York for for about a month? And it was my, my first time to New York and then that turned out to be a year and that was my first time being on a major tour, first time going to Europe we opened up for Tom Petty. And so that's how that kind of happened. You See, know? that's what I'm talking That's what's cool is that, you know, you, you're in 11th grade, you play with the guy sometimes. I'm assuming you were playing piano with him. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. And I mean, you must have been able to tell at the time, this guy's really good. And I'm sure he's thinking the same thing about you. So you're jamming, you're having a good time as kids. But then it isn't that many years later where life circles back around and this guy comes out that has been your buddy. And next thing you know, you're traveling the world together. How cool is that? You know, it's, you know what? It, 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 it is cool. And, and, and I don't know if Trevor feels like this way. It's like 
when you're doing what you're supposed to do, it's like sometimes you kind of you kind of sit back and like, oh my God, you know, I'm doing something cool. But it's like that was just a natural, those were just natural occurrences that were supposed to happen. So it wasn't necessarily that we were doing something so big. I mean, it was big, but it's just like it just happened. Yeah. You know, we were we we were all all cylinders were firing and you know what? It's like me me playing with Lenny. I look at that. It's just the same as me meeting Trevor at, at Blue Palm and then working, you know, going there and and, and cool. doing tracks and stuff like that. It's just it's all just part. It's all just part of the experience. That's all that's, that it is. It's what I love about life is these just little, you know, I went over to my buddy's house. The next thing you show up and we're playing. Yeah. What is it? Disney Disney songs on the piano, yeah. and his yeah. little three year old's yeah. like, "Bravo, bravo!" Yeah, <laughs> that was great. You know, that's yeah, what it's about it's, it's about this. So you're traveling the world. So actually, so you told me a good story. I don't know if he knows this. Trevor knows this story, but uh, we had talked about Kansas City, and then you and I started talking about, about Kansas City barbecue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, right. Uh, and I was like, "Yeah, what you know, what barbecue place do you think is good?" And you're like, well, Gates Barbecue. And I was like, oh, he, he knows what he's talking about. And then you went yeah. into a story. So I don't know. Let's see if Trevor knows this story or not. But it was brilliant. Oh, yeah. Uh, Trevor, I think I told you that I took, um, when I was out with, with Eric on tour, I said, he was like, I said, like, hey, man, I'm going to take you to this to this barbecue spot. So I took him to Gates Barbecue. Well, I, I, I didn't really story? know the story. But it, I didn't really know it. But, I mean, Gates is my favorite place anyway. Oh, so if so you're in good. Kansas City. You gotta go to Gates. I mean, when I was eating meat, you gotta go to Gates. I mean, that's. I was just there. Matter of fact, I was just there. um, I guess that would be nineteen. Yeah, before everything went down, you know, my buddy Mike Elizondo was like, "Let's go to Gates." Plus, to get to Gates, you gotta pass the house that 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 uh, Charlie Parker lived in. So you know what I'm saying. So it's historic. That whole area is historic. You feel me? Yeah, yeah. You know. That's a very historic area, but yeah, I probably, I'm sure over the years, I probably heard that story. I mean, because yeah. you got so many dang stories, bro. It's like, <laughs> you know, you should put a book out of just stories, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, you know, but yeah, man, that's what's up. No, that, that, that's, that's a great story because that's an establishment place, black owned, they still there. Right. And right. You so know, good. they're still making burn in. So, you know, there it is. Well, hey, I bet hey, you when hey, I go hey, back there, get sausage. Hey, I bet you they're going to have vegan when I go back. Of course. Hey, Trev, so check this out. So check, so a person who gave, there's a woman that you and I both know, and Darkest okay. Gates, um, she was, I think she's one of, like, one of the Gates, I, I can't remember if it was, like, the main Gates lady or, or whatever, she gave this person her start, like one of her first gigs. You know who that was? Brenna Ooh. Whitaker. Oh wow! Interesting. Yeah. Is she from? Yeah, Kansas yeah, City? yeah, yeah. She's from. She's from Kansas. Oh City. wow! Interesting. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, man. Wow. Yeah. I love Kansas City. Wow. The thing is, I went into. You can go into a little bar. You can go in a bar at midnight, and you could just look like your world. I looked at the drum kit. And my girlfriend's like, you know, are we going to, no, we're going to stay right here until these guys come back because they were taking a break. And she's like, wow, well, because this guy knows how to play drums. Just wait till you sit down because the instruments were nice 
And uh, you can see, it was just a three-piece, man. It was a three-piece. These old guys, they came back, and yeah, oh, my God. You're just watching, like, wow. It was, it's amazing. And you're in a little bar. You're just yeah, just nothing, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trevor and I did that for, God, a good four or five years. Every Was that Wednesday night, Trev? Wednesday night, the Holly Street Bar and Grill, man. Woo! I'll never forget that. And we got so many people that came out of that, so many yeah. friends, so many, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, so many stories just from that period. Like, so, so many things, man. I, every time I go to Pasadena, it's just, that's the vibe. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was the yeah. energy over there, man. So you was, guys, you a guys lot of musicians now came up through there. Yeah. So you yeah. guys would play sets and then, like, random people would come and sit in on the sets or... Everybody that was in L.A. at that time was pulling up. We had all kind of people pull up in there from, like, man, musicians, singers, whoever was around. It started being a thing. You know what I'm saying? It just started being one of those L.A. things, you know? That's cool. See, when I was a kid, Even in this day. To, uh, we'd go to the Cat Club on Sunset, and that was all the rockers hung out. And you'd have... Right. Know. Lemmy, you know, Lemmy would play there on a regular basis and just whoever felt like getting up on stage and it, it was a yeah. who, rock and roll and everybody was just hanging out and playing. I don't know. I think whatever they felt like, it was really neat. It, it was a, uh, it was a good vibe, man. It was real yeah. cool. Man. Yep. Those are the days. Holly yeah. street bar and grill. Well, hopefully we get some of that stuff back again and uh, we can go out. Have you guys ever, so I'm going to be interviewing a, oh, we lost Kenneth. Uh, really? Yeah, I think so. Oh, well. Oh, that's you. He'll call back. Yeah, he'll call back in a sec. So I, I'm going to be interviewing a street busker in a couple of weeks. I'm real excited about it, man. This kid, he got a million hits on YouTube for covering this song. And I'm really into it because mm. I think street buskers, that's tough gig, man. You know, and, and I think it's kind of a thankless job. But um, have you ever tried to do anything like that? Have you ever thought, you know, it, it, I just, I can't. Not imagine. really. I mean, it's so tough. I, back in the day, yeah, no, I never did that. Back in the day, well, back in the day, we used to break dance. That's about it as far as my street, you know, stuff. But there's some great drum guys, though, that play buckets and all that kind of stuff. Some incredible guys that do that stuff, you know? I love those videos where so, they put these guys all around the world together and they play something and you're watching these amazing street performers do their thing. And it's so much fun, man. Yeah. It's so much fun. And it's really good. So I got I got one. So I was trying to put together this podcast and my friend's daughter, she's in their fifth graders. And I'm like, you know, what should I ask people? And so she goes, well, I... You should ask them when they first felt famous, but he's back. You know, <laughs> in. So I'm going to ask him this one too, because I like it. So you there? Can you hear me? We'll wait for two secs. All right. Sorry about that. My uh, phone. Oh, shit. Sorry right. about oh, that. Oh, good. So I was saying, you know, my friend's fifth grader, and they said, you should ask people when they first felt famous. And I thought about it, and I kind of liked it, because you don't have to be a celebrity to feel famous what was the first time in your life where you felt important like a, like you felt famous what, what, what was the event Trevor where you felt like cool you know what I didn't I, I don't know that I've I don't know that I really felt like that I've just felt like okay this is interesting you know what I'm saying when 
I think usually for a, a side musician or any musician, really, a lot of that can happen probably like when you first start going to Japan because right. they have a very fanatic type culture. Like they're very interested in everybody playing. So they'll walk up to you with a picture just before the internet, see a picture from another gig or album, you know, for you to sign. Like, and you're just a side man. You know what I'm saying? Like, so probably in Japan, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, when you go on certain tours with certain like artists like a Snoop or something like that, that's when you start seeing the rushing the cars and all that type of stuff. Kenneth, you know, he was out with Clapton and all that. So that's just like that's pandemonium. A- you know what I mean? That's like, yeah. So, yeah. you know, is and it, but for me, it's like, I don't feel like it's about me. It's just cool to be there. You know what I'm saying? Oh, dude, I know this sounds crazy. But Greg Fillingang just called him. Yeah, we're on this call. <laughs> in. Now that's the rock, now that's the rock star. Yeah. yeah, who's that guy? Greg Fillingang. Oh, he just he just a keyboard player who played with this guy named Michael Jackson. Nothing really big. I've never heard of that fella. It's kind of a common yeah, name yeah. though. Greg from yeah. Jackson. There's a whole bunch of those Jackson guys playing music. I hear. Yeah. <laughs> When was the first time you felt famous, do you think, man? What, what um, were you doing you that know, made you feel like, I got something going here that's kind of cool? Um, You know what? I don't know if I've ever felt famous. I mean, I'll, I'll say this. It's like when I'm out with my kids, they, they, my kids say to me, Dad, you can, we can never go somewhere and people don't know who you are. I mean, I, I mean, I guess by virtue, like, I've done a lot of things with a lot of people. So, you know, people who are kind of in the know know who I am or whatever. But I've never felt like, oh, my God, I'm famous. I've never felt like that. I feel like I have a little bit of attention, but but I've never I'm back. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to factor him in, bro. I wanted to bring him in because the irony of him calling right when we're on the Clapton conversation after the word was said, is pretty spectacular, bro. Send yeah, him the, and, and, send him the link. He can hop on. We can go for whatever. Yeah, no, it's not. No, that ain't gonna work. I'm driving through a weird area, and I don't. I, I'm just oh, going yeah, focus on keeping this call. Yeah. So, so what's it like when you tour with the cloud? I've toured with some pretty big bands, and it was pretty nuts when you you know you can't you literally cannot leave the hotel because there's there's ten thousand people outside. And you know watched, what? They watched you I'm, walk in, so. You know what? I, I think it really just kind of depends on on the artist that you're with and the kind of energy that that is out there. Like like say for instance, right now, I think that like if we were to like to go out, say with like I don't know, say somebody like like Cardi B or somebody like that, I think that it would be like that whole pandemonium sort of thing. But but with Eric, honestly, I mean, you got to think, you know, think about it. I mean, he was an older artist then, and literally, we would just go, we fly in, we we come come in to to to, to do the gig, uh, maybe just line check or whatever. There'd be like the opening act, then we go in and do our thing, and then the next thing, we're 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 out and we're we're taking the plane and going back to where we hubbed or going back to our hotel, so. I mean, different. I mean, it's it's never like I've never been on a thing where it was. Well, I think maybe Mark Anthony was probably 
where it was like, especially when we went to um, when we went to um, South America, it would be crazy, like 80, 90,000 people. Wow. Or with Lenny, like in the early days, like 90,000 people at Ross Gilder. But it wasn't that like all the time, all the time. And yeah. I think, hey, Trevor, did you do? He logged out. Let me see. We, yeah, we yeah, yeah. Him. We we we, we, we did. We, he, oh, he did. Oh, okay. Yeah, his phone disconnected. Oh, okay. Hold on, yeah. hold on, well, hold on, we, hold on. He's back. Okay. And he's coming on and you can ask him. All right, there you go. Trevor. Okay, I'm back in civilization. I'm back in civilization. Um I was trying to, so Trevor, we um we did that um that thing with Jennifer at Angel Stadium together, right? Uh who's Jennifer? Uh uh Lopez. Okay, yeah, I just want to be clear, you know. There's a lot of a lot of Jennifers right. out there. Right. And Jennifer you know what? Aniston, what? Right. Jennifer. Well, the all, yeah. all the, the the musical Jennifer. You know what? It's fun it's funny because yeah. I realized I said, "Wow, I've played with all of the musical Jennifers. So the musical Jennifers I've played with. The, yeah. Hilarious. And they say, which one? Well, I'm like, all I of them. So, yeah, that's funny. Yeah. The funny thing is, you're right. I think that was, we did a couple other things, but definitely that that one radio show's uh, oh festival God. that they do. Dude, Zoo yeah. C100 or Zoo or something like that. Yeah. And it was their it was, festival. I remember that. Right. Yeah. And it was yeah, it was crazy because remember, we didn't have any ears for like the first two or three songs. I don't remember that, but it doesn't surprise me. I, one thing about that show I remember is that Abe Vogel was there playing with somebody, and a lot of people didn't know that he was on that first D'Angelo tour, murdering, and he was playing with somebody else, and I was just sitting back watching him play because he's one of the – he doesn't get enough – but I remember that show, though. I remember that show, bro. We had our gear. We rehearsed all them doggone times. Everybody had laptops. That was one of the first times you started seeing everybody using laptops at Absolutely. what they did. You know yep. what I'm saying? Yeah. Because yep. we did, um, um, and I think that we did, uh, we did a Today Show, too, right? Today Show, I know we did that show, and I felt like we did one other thing. Yeah, but I can't remember. Yeah, it was yeah. some. Yeah, it was some. They used yeah. some of the footage. Some of the footage from that Today Show was in that 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 documentary that came on HBO about Latinos. And oh, they used I some of that footage from the Today <laughs> Show. my wife, I said, "Hold on, that's us." Right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's that's the funny thing. That's the funny thing about what we do is is like. You just never know. You just never know when it's going to show up again, you know. And you know what? But listen, yep. listen. You know, Joel. Really, here's what it is, Joel. Sure. Trevor and I, at the at the end of the day, we're journeymen. I mean, it's like we're supposed. And, and I say this with all humility. When you've been doing it as long as we have, you know, we're supposed to be good, and we're supposed to have some sort of. I'm not going to call it fame, but if you're good, people know who you are and that's what it's supposed to be i think that if yeah, you notoriety is the word you know? what's that notoriety is the word yeah yeah no exactly yeah that's 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 mm -hmm. that's exactly it you know um yep. yeah it's so like you, you know we're, we're like, not fame whores we're just go, go ahead joel no it's not a fame whore thing i just i like the idea because it came from a, a fifth grader and you know for her she felt famous because she you know she she won a book 
contest in her class because she read three books and she felt so good about herself. And I love the idea that it doesn't have to be, uh, you know, that you're in Japan and you got a million people watching you. It's just, I felt good. I don't know. This one thing happened. I felt so good. It was, a, I sold the album and then it made me feel so good about myself. And that's why I think it's kind of a fun question. And I got a question. Sure. I got it. We lost Trevor again, but I got a question for you. So I, I remember years ago, I had heard that Clapton was doing an album and I, I feel like it was for Tower of Power, but I might be wrong. And he came in and he had to do one. Uh, he was going to do a song. He was going to play on the song. And he told them that they, they had one take. So he played the song one time and he played it perfectly and he put the guitar back and that was it. He left the building. And I can, I can visualize that because the guy's such an accomplished musician. Is that as crazy as I think it is? Can you do that too? <laughs> um, I, you know what? I have done, I have done that. I have done that. And um, I think that, I think that what that's, what that speaks of is when somebody really likes what it is that you do, yeah. Then you're you're kind of given that that um, you're kind of given that that leniency. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, I think it's our job. I think for me, it's my job to be to do the best that the music tells me to do. But like what what Trevor said, what Trevor said earlier, it's like I can have my idea of what the music is telling me. But at the end of the day, unless it's unless it's my name is is unless it's my album or it's yeah. a collective, then you know, I'm there to be of service to the song and to the artist and and to what I'm doing, you know, into to the uh to the to to that. So perfect example. Um I don't know if Tre I don't know, is Trevor there? I don't know if he's Yeah, there. he's back. Yeah, he's back. I'm here. Yeah. Yeah, I'm here. So I don't know if you know Trev. Um um aloe called me up aloe black called me up i don't know i guess it was like right before right before valentine's day i played on a track mm -hmm. and then he's like he's like oh man i want you to play on something else for me and uh it was uh, a duet with him and uh and your girl leanne so yeah i know about that i mean i know about that song yeah i know yeah. about that song yeah, yeah. that's hard so yeah. yeah so you know so so basically what Allo asked me to do, he was like, hey, okay, I want you to play this. I want you to do a pass where you do exactly what the piano is just doing. And then you do another one where you do your thing. And and I think that when you're when when people know your work and your and that you that you can turn it in fast enough and stuff like that, and it sounds good, that's when you get repeat business. And he was super happy and you know, um, uh, you know, pay the rate and, 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 and that's, you know, where, where, you know, where I'm not even gonna say where, 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 we're journeying. And, yeah. you know, it's like painting a house well. And, and so that's just another house that I was able to paint, you know, contribute on and, and, uh, you know, it's out, is out in the ether and, and, and it's, it's, it's cool. It's totally cool. So how, yeah. many, how many artists are there where the, you're really playing the piano and not them? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Trevor knows this story. Yeah. As there Ringo. Is, there, huh? As Ringo. As Ringo. <laughs> yeah. There, there is a, there is a, a producer that Trevor and I worked with, and this guy, I, I played the piano track, and then the guy goes, "Well, 
since I guided you, I'm going to take a co-piano credit. I'm going to say that, that since I guided you, you know what I'm talking about, Trev, right? Hey, man, he's my good friend, bro. Don't, don't just say his name, but... No, I'm listen. not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. At the end I'm of not. the day, I, I'm going to say like this, dude. I'm going to say like this. It's always like that because if we get called for a session and there's a producer, yeah, I mean, they want that's usually what's life. happening is some, side of, some sort of guidance of what they are communicating, what they want, the artist wants for the song. So some people say that, and then some people don't say it, but they still do it. And even if they don't say it, it's reflected in the business because you're getting a session rate and they're getting points on the record. So it's right. cool. I mean, he said it. Yeah. He was just being upfront about it, to be honest, because the realistic you know, it's super hilarious. Or what about the time when you actually played an entire harpsichord part and barely closed the door from coming in the studio and the artist came in and was like, that's amazing. And the person oh. never said you played it. Hey, Bill, <laughs> listen, listen. Hey, listen. It wasn't hey, nothing. Hey, he didn't throw no shade. He didn't throw no shade. Hey. But he didn't let no sunshine no. in either. Hey, man, listen. And that, and, and you know what? And, and I'm going to tell you, Joel, that yeah. kind of stuff happens because it's like when you're in this business, like, people talking like, man, what can you do so that people won't fuck you over or do shitty shit? It's like, that's part, look, that's part of the cost of being in this business. I mean, yeah. people do shitty shit, but when you're somebody who's like, when I think that when, when you're good at what you do and great at what you do, like, like, there is no way in the world that I would take a drum credit from Trevor because it's like, that is what he does. It's like, it doesn't, it doesn't edify me to take a credit that I didn't do, you know? And it right. makes me right. look better when I say, man, I'm lucky enough to have Trevor on my track. It's like, why would I dilute that and be like, oh, yeah, well, well I did that too. And it's like, okay, all right, look, like, and I remember I, I told this person, I said, I said, hey, man, People know what it is I do. So I said, if you want to do that, that's fine. And, <laughs> and the credit. At the end of the day, <laughs> man, it doesn't matter, bro. It doesn't matter because it always no. rises. Like you said, it always sure. comes to the top, even if it's just in, you know, uh, uh, later projects that end up happening or a body of work. It always yeah. comes out in the wash. You know, the people that, that run the, you know what I'm saying? It's like a lot of times, man, it's like, and. To that person's credit, it's like, listen, that person had more than one success, so it wasn't lucky, the one lucky one-hit wonder. So they actually had a formula, too, and had a skill set because it's hard to do it more than once when you Absolutely. get to a success. So, yeah. You know, so, it is, you know, like I said, even going back to those stories and all that, the reality is, you know, that's what they're entrusted to do is just get it done at the highest level. So... He may not, because he didn't say, oh, that was Kenneth that played on that piano. He's Listen, people saw somebody else there. They probably know he doesn't play piano on that level. So he's still getting his kudos for being the person that thought of calling a Kenneth. Right. You feel what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, it's the same difference. But right. it's funny, too, though. It was a funny moment, for sure. Oh, it was one of the yeah. funny moments. You know what I'm saying? 
Yeah. And I think that, and I think Trevor, like, like piggybacking off what you said, I think that when you start to get comfortable in your skin, and I think that when you let more of the ego go, it's like, I mean, it's like, you know, it's like, you know, what you know what the truth is. And, and it's like, and you just say, you know, look, Hey, as long as your business is done and you're there to serve the music that, I mean, that's all that you can do. That's all, that's all that you yep. can do is all, be as yep. to the art as you can and to keep it pushing. We all just want to finish yep. your work and go get the Misha's cheese. <laughs> right, listen, 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 listen. I forgot to talk about that because yeah, that's the thing the cheese, that that's what brought us all together is is Aaron and and first of all, also Ian and Ian, we've all recorded and done multiple gigs with Ian, who's actually a jazz bass player. And I heard. I heard. he became this incredible vegan chef, and then they came up with this incredible idea which is, is pound for pound, it's the best, like, there's nothing even close to that. It's literally the it's most good. incredible cheese that I've ever had, especially vegan. So that's just a real thing. Did you have the lox one? I've had every one multiple times and continue to do so. I'm a my, favorite, my favorite is, is French Connection and then yeah. the black truffle, the, the truffle one, but yeah. You know, I've had the locks, I, the, 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 the smoked cheddar is amazing. They're all amazing, man. I'm a Jew. I got you know, to so, say the locks. It's just like, uh, otherwise. Well, yeah, I mean, exactly. <laughs> I mean, right. you, gave it away. You, yeah. gave, you gave it away right there with the schmear. I but, you know, did, it's yeah, okay. Did, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, it's okay. It's all right. I'm from <laughs> Amazira. It's all good. Oh, there you go. So, um, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> right on. So I was just asking him, have you ever thought of doing a gospel album? I Come on, what? man. Thank you. Come on, man. Thank you for that question. Thank you. Thank you for that question. Please. Well, you know what? Yes. Come I, on. Well, actually, actually, I just put one out, like a solo piano one. I just put one out in February. That being said, um, um, Terrace and I are talking about doing like a duet thing where um maybe i do like uh three of my uncle songs and the three of like um of like walter hawkins songs just because like mm -hmm. of course my uncle but but like walter was such a huge influence on me coming up so that is something that i that i want to do and it's like and i want to do it and especially doing my uncle stuff it's like i want to do it right so yeah, yeah. um i want to do it right and i want to do it, it so, so yeah so that is something that I that I want to um, that I want to do for sure. It'd be cool. It'd be really cool. Yeah, that's so. hard. Yeah, that's yeah. super dope. That'd be yeah. super neat. Yeah. So that's yeah. Cool. Well, maybe you guys can work on it together, and we'll be we'll be happy listeners because I would love. To yeah. Well, you know what? I, I, yeah, you know what? I, I'll tell I you. Just, I, I'm just. I just want. All I want is some writing credit for putting you two together. It's not a lot. I'm not asking for a lot. <laughs> Wow! <laughs> I don't need a bunch that, of anything. Now that is hilarious. Yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah, he coached. He coached. Coached the idea. Yeah. yeah. I'm just, I'm just saying. Well, time is money. It's an hour and a half. Here. It's an hour. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but it's, well, it's all good. Guys, let me tell you something. 
I'll stay on, but I'm definitely going to go over Malibu Canyon. I definitely feel like I'm going to lose the call. So well, you're lucky because we're just getting to know, the tough questions. <laughs> these are. Oh, these okay. Well, we got a, we got about three more minutes before I hit this court before I hit this part where the phone's going to go out. So. All right, Kenneth. I don't know. Ask, ask you, him a good question, Kenneth. You got three minutes. Ask yeah. him. Oh man, bro, man. Hey, man. You know what? How's I'll look for in his parking lot real quick. Okay. Go ahead. Man. Um, you could go you know ahead and keep talking. Oh, man. What's the good question? The good talking question. Talking about was... Lionel Richie, man. I love Lionel Richie. I love, love, love that. <laughs> wow. I can't believe you got to write with Lionel Richie. You have no idea how cool that is to me. Well, not even just write with him, like talk to him, bro. Like, that's yeah. the All other right. thing. I mean, right. yeah. I got a picture where I'm flambeing Bananas Foster at three in the morning with him. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, you know, you know what I'm saying? It's like, he's just a real nice guy. Oh, the, my, the ice cream place is gone. Wow. It's gone. Where? You talk, you know are, you talking about, are you talking about Grom? Yeah, I didn't know Grom was gone. Really? It's gone, bro. They made it a marmalade cafe, bro. Oh, that's whack. You guys have those. Do you so, guys yeah. get those uh, It's It's? They're called It's It's or like little ice cream sandwiches. No, oh, I haven't had those. Oh, I got to cheat you, man. Maybe Okay, we're going to do it. We'll have some It's It's. There's these ice cream sandwiches, and they're, they're bomb. So good. Wow. Oh, oh yeah. wow. Yeah, there'll, there'll be, there'll be Kenneth, some it's what, what, what is, what? I mean, I don't really – I mean, nothing else would I know of as far – I don't really have any other stories. I mean, he was just super cool, and yeah. – I'm just giving you – You know what I'm saying? Story. Like, no, no, he's just – I mean, and then I ended up – I also weighed later. Like, that was 2004 – and then 2018, I actually did the Grammys with him in a little tribute, like the tribute section. And he was one of the singers, which was very cool. It was a tribute to him. And then he came on at the end and, you know, we saw each other. And we got this running joke where whenever I see him, I just say, Bananas Foster. And then that's, then it's just, <laughs> we know what it is. Right. You know, but, um, you know, and, and Chucky is right-hand man. You know, that's one of the homies right there. Right. Another great musician and an early innovator, like early making his own records and Absolutely. all that kind of stuff you know, in, the, in the late 80s. You know what I'm saying? That's Chucky Booker. Yeah, so, um, you know. record now too, Trev. Yeah, I know. I, like, I saw the to post the other day. That's good. Yeah. You know, and all those guys are going to be killing. So, you know, yeah. like I said, um, you know, it's like, man, at the end of the day, um, you know, it's just one of those things, man, where that was a great experience, man. I'll never forget it. You know what I'm saying? Never forget it, bro. Oh, yeah, so, I did. A, yeah. I did. A, him, I played with him. I, well, I did. Chucky called me up because I guess he was out of town and I did um, Dancing with the Stars with Lionel. And then and then I, I said, oh, I, nice. I said yeah, yeah, I said, yeah, Lionel, I said. You don't know me, I said, but I think you know my uncle. And then, you know, I said what my uncle was. And he's like, man, he goes, your uncle, I remember he was really nice. He goes, your uncle is the chaplain of the music industry. He's like, man, please let him know that I said hello. Yep. So that, that was nice, you know. And yeah. I think, yeah. I think. No, really no, he's comes a brother, to, man. Say what? No, he's a real solid brother, man. He's a, he's a, he's a good guy, yeah. man. Lionel is. He's a good yeah. guy, man. He's a good guy. Joe. Joel, at the end of the day, really what it is, and I think Trevor would probably attest to this too. I mean, honestly, I mean, it's just like like what it is, it's like I think the name of this game, 
is really loving and enjoying every experience that you have because all we have are moments and and memories and sometimes you don't realize how great of a memory it is until like later so i think you know, that that's the it's like being like like i'm just i'm grateful listen i'm grateful to be on here and then how you put trevor on because i mean trevor could have been like oh man i don't no no we got you though that, we got you you didn't know I had no idea. I said, man, the number looks kind of familiar. And when you said, Trevor Lawrence, man, I could do nothing but laugh. I mean, we've got, sto <laughs> we've got stories from us in the Bahamas with Mariah, you know, and with, with oh, Randy. Man. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Fish, fish. And, uh, and, and, and the, the golf tournament, I think about it. I literally just booked our vacation to Hawaii last night, and the only thing that was on my mind was when we was out there with Mark Anthony doing that golf. Remember that that golf tournament with well, Mark you know Anthony what? in I, Hawaii. I, I remember going to Hawaii, but I can't remember what the gig was. <laughs> yeah, the that was the was. only gig. Remember, remember when I had the sub? That was the gig. That was the one yep. gig where I had to learn yep. the music, and yep. when that was the gig, it was it was the Sony Golf Tournament. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yes, sir. Yeah. I don't remember yeah. what year that was, bro. That what was year like was that? probably 2004 or five, maybe. <sighs> it was like yeah. before Jennifer, so it was like 2004, maybe. That sounds yep. about right. Because I was still married. Yep. <laughs> were you drinking, oh, dude. Margar so were you was drinking margaritas by the pool with Mariah Carey when you when you were married there? Oh, no, 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 Mariah. You know, okay. So we had a joke. So Ma yeah. Mariah. Uh, her, her drink was was Pinot Grigio. So oh our boy, her, remember that? <laughs> so, so so our joke, our joke was: Are are we greasing today? Are we greasing? Remember that? Yeah. Remember that, Trev? <laughs> oh, bro, listen, man. Yeah, it was a yeah. It was hey, man. It's, that's a tricky. Yeah, it's tricky, bro. Because you know I'm I'm part of that other camp, and then that song came out, and then I did the rebuttal. It's, it's tricky for me to talk about that whole situation with her because, you know, it, it runs a little deeper. But, yeah, she definitely was oh, grieving for I don't sure. Even know what story, I don't even know what story you're talking about, but it's all good. I can't okay, remember. good. There it is. There it is. Thank you. All right. Wonderful. So, yeah, man, but that's the story. I mean, no, it don't, I, hey, listen, it don't matter to me. Remember, she put out that song and it said it wasn't about M. Remember that? Oh, oh, right, 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 right. I work with him, so I'm a part of the rebuttal that you can go see on YouTube. You can go hear right. it on YouTube. Right, right. And it didn't cover right. so well. Like he didn't really like that, and he really went at her because he's a brilliant, you know, writer and rapper. So, sure. you know, that was weird to just be on both sides of that like that. Like, you know, I didn't do the song that she did, but just having worked with her and then. It was just weird, bro. But that's how it happens yeah. sometimes. I ride with him all day, every day, because that absolutely was her trying to diss him. And I don't see why, like, why I try to lie about it. It's obvious. You put out a whole video dressing like him. Like, what do you mean wow. it's not about him? Come on. <laughs> hey, man, you so, know, people you getting know. their f***ing all good. And he also was, we were in Hawaii working with him, and that was the hit at the time. So every car ride to the studio, we're hearing the Mariah song. That was the other irony that was so hilarious to where it finally was like, you know what? 
let's just go. Let's do it. And that's when we get it. Boom. Because we were just so sick of hearing that song. I think he finally was like, hey, man, let's let's <laughs> let's let's do a rebuttal. So, yeah, that's a that's an interesting story. Uh, but, you know, that's, that's real. That's reality, bro. Yeah, that's yeah. funny. So, yep. um, what's it like for both you guys to play with Stevie Wonder? And I ask this because he played with your family. You know, he played with the generation before you guys. Is it more wow. intimidating? Is it really cool that this that you're part of like this multi generational thing? What's it like sitting with that guy? You know, and and you cannot not be a fan. Anybody in the world, I, he he's just so amazing mm -hmm. but what's it like because it's an opportunity when when i assume you get the call or whatever happened to transpire tell me how you met him but but um where you get to play with somebody who who your dad played with you know that's got to be really cool it's got to be a magical experience well kenneth you want to answer that or yeah it's both um, you guys i mean it, it's, well, it's really a cool thing yeah, go ahead, Trev. Go, go ahead. Go, go ahead. Take that. Well, I mean, for me, it's different because he's been in my family, like, you know, for many years. So my grandfather was one of his influences. So I've seen him with my parents working with him and all that stuff was great. But the thing that was crazy is none of that. I didn't work with him until natural causes when I was like damn near 30 years old. So it was cool yeah. because I just literally had worked my way up in LA and my name came up and it just worked out. Of course, you know, he knows who I am since I was a baby and he's my godfather, but it wasn't like we're close. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like, it was crazy. Cause I got to record with him on his last album. So that was great. And then we played, you know, we played many gigs and tours, but that one show for those million people in Philadelphia, where my family is from, my mother's from there to play with him in Philadelphia at that moment, I'll never forget that for the rest of my life. And I've never played in front of a million people ever again and probably won't. So, you know, it's like, you know, that was that was a, a spectacular moment. And, you know, you learn a lot playing with him. You see the genius. Um, and, you know, listen, it was just another one of those bucket list things that you could check off as a musician. And look at how many generations he's, worked with of people it's you know great. what i'm saying if you really think about that you know he had dizzy and like you know what i'm saying like think about it he had dizzy and herbie played on ass it's like dude that's crazy man you know what i mean so you know not dizzy didn't play on ass. i'm just saying herbie played on ass but i'm just saying right. they've done so many things he's just been through so many generations so you know stevie's a bar bro anytime you get to play with stevie or be around him it's just going to yeah. be a bar for you to learn something in your life, in your career. Like, you, you know what I'm saying? Them, uh, certain people like that. Did you make them the banana flambe or did you get any of that? No, negative on that. No, no negative on that. I got to say that was that was a big negative. But are you definitely, really man, a, like. Uh, are you really that good of a cook? You're not good for real? I, no, I, I cook. No, I cook. I have been, I've been busy lately, but I, I literally cook for real, for real. And like, you know. Yeah, I mean, I definitely cook, but, you know, it's just been a little different now. You know, I've been busy, and it's just a different time. But I definitely could cook, and I got that from my grandfather, but it's a tradition that I tried to uphold. And, you know, it's just one of those things, man. So, you know, 
Stevie Labar, bro. That's that's you know you never forget that. And you know living out here in L.A. To be honest, sometimes it gets treated too casually. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because right. Yeah. many generations of musicians that are still alive worked with him. So sometimes in certain circles, it feels like oh yeah, Stevie like like it's not a big deal. But man, that guy's one of the ones. He's one of the he's one of the ones. Like there's. If you had to go through 10 of all types of music and genres together, he's still going to be in that 10. Yeah, that's the Beatles and the Rolling Stones and the Yo-Yo Ma's and the, Absolutely. you know what I'm saying? He's still, he's, he's still going to be in the overall conversation. So, Absolutely. you know what I'm saying? That's, that's, it's different, man. Like, that's that's a that's one of them ones. Like, you so know is, what I'm saying? Is, uh, is Ebony oh. Ivory a thumbs up or a thumbs down? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, man, it's a classic, man. That's a classic, man. You know, today, <laughs> I think that was, if they did that today, it might all be canceled, bro. So it's, that was only for that time. If somebody tried to do that today, you're getting canceled. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Piscopo would be all bad. Hey, what he said, you what he what, hey, what Joe Piscopo said, you are blind as a bat and I have sight. That shit yep, was fucking you're my amazing. amigo. You are my amigo Negro. That's over. You're <laughs> over at that point. If he oh, said God. that and it it's over at the time. All of a sudden, Twitter, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we've canceled Joe Piscopo. He just said Negro on Channel 4. They're rioting at Channel 4. It's all over for Joe Piscopo. So, yeah, I mean, that that happened at the time that it could happen, bro. I don't think that could happen nowadays. Yeah, that's true. What about you, Kenneth? So what's it like like working with Stevie Wonder when he's worked with, you know, so many people? Uh, You know what? So I remember... So the one time that I really I remember, like right. us playing, playing together, um, he came to the Sophie Tell Trev, and oh, he, he came, he came to, yeah, yeah, he came, he came to um, a night that I that that I would co-host with with a mutual friend of of, of me and Trev, and uh, I saw him out of the periphery of my eye. One thing about Stevie is that he really is a musician's musician, like he'll come and hang and listen to music like all night. He's like one of those kind of guys. It's like, and so he came up and the next thing I know, it's like, I, I saw the whole thing unfold. And then uh, his, his, uh, uh, his, his handler whispered in my ear, he goes, Hey man, Steve wants to know if it's cool to come up and, and play. And then we were playing, um, uh, what were we playing? We were, I think we were playing Caravan and dude, and what I saw Trev, is he had like, he had his dashiki and and he had like, he had probably about five or six harps, you know, just in all these pockets. So he's like picking out the harp to see what, what Kiwi's going, going to go in and do. And what I tell you, he absolutely destroyed everybody. Oh my God, dude, we were playing like Cherokee, Cher- I mean, uh, Caravan super fast and he was killing. And then, I think the, the 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 nicest compliment that that I think we did like um, we did like my Sharia more or something like that, and then I just said, "Hey, do you want to play?" He goes, "Oh no no no, you go ahead and play." And then that was nice. And then then they go to his car and they get the harpeggi. And man, I'm gonna tell you, it was like 
the, the there was like phone it looked like it looked like it looked like christmas time and and on the champs Elysees. it was just like lights were everywhere and people were just like videotaping and it was like you know what this is this is why we do what we do like we had no idea what was going to happen and then he showed up and that was cool and like you know like Whitney Marsalis showed up you know another time and we just listen it's like you 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 do it because you love it you know and the money is just the byproduct so so yeah so that was my little Stevie story and you know and it, and it was fun you know and and to have the yeah, yeah. to know that to know that that he just respects you just as a musician that that's 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 the biggest payoff to me right there you know a huge compliment yep. is a big deal. yeah i mean yeah it's huge because what he like he came out with his first album when he was what 12 13 i mean he was really yeah young. something like that uh, crazy yeah you know? yeah amazing yeah yeah amazing stuff. absolutely well guys i really appreciate I it so yeah much. welcome to keep talking but uh this guy's got to get home, man. <laughs> no, it's all good. Well, no, I mean, it's not even home. It's not, it's not even home now. It's just like dinner. We're trying to figure it out, but I don't want to. I'm trying not to drop the call. So we're in a little bit of a quandary here. But uh, no, I appreciate it, man. I appreciate you having me. And uh, awesome and with Crouch, you know what I'm saying? It's all gravy, man. And, you know, at the end of the day, man, um, you know, we're gonna keep on keeping on, man, and, and and see what else happens in the rest of this life, bro. After this Absolutely. pandemic, you know. Absolutely. Yep. It's a great time to be alive. It's a great time to be a creator, you know. And um, I don't know if you've heard Trevor's uh, works that he does, man. But man, Trevor's got some amazing music. Awesome. So. Yeah. I yeah. To yeah. Both of you guys on Spotify here all week, just to you know, try and get my feet wet and stuff. Oh, cool, yeah. man. Dude, you guys come Cool, man. Here. Thank you, bro. Thank oh, you. Such good stuff. And you said it in the beginning, you know, it's so accessible now. I could write a book and stick it on Amazon myself. Someone asked me today, I did a couple yep. of interviews today, and they asked me, you know, oh, did you think about getting a publisher? Why? What the hell is a publisher going to do for me? And it's the same, the same with your CDs. Right. What are they going to do for you? I'm going to do nothing. You might as well do it yourself. But what's cool is you can now. You can upload yeah. it. You can oh, do yeah. some marketing. You can oh, write yeah. to people. You can add Facebook groups and stuff. It's a great time to be a artist. Oh. You know, it's a fantastic it, time. It, it absolutely, it absolutely is. And I think, especially with 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 things opening up now, um, I think that you're going to see a lot of um, artists yeah. that maybe you might not have seen if it was like two years. Yeah. It's a fantastic and, time. Yeah, you're gonna be and, an artist. You're gonna start drawing pictures oh. for me, right? <laughs> you said it was gonna be your other career. It was only an was hour that? ago. You told me was that, that it was either start painting or play the piano. So maybe. Oh, <laughs> maybe. oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you know, it's funny because when, when you're when you're a creative, I mean, you you learn that you that you do more than one thing. So one thing that that you may not know about, there was a. Uh, a show of great acclaim that was around for a hot minute uh, by the hosted by the incomparable Trevor Lawrence oh, called Beats and Eats. And uh, oh, dude, it was just hey, a man. pilot, bro. Hey, dude, but yeah, hey, it was a but it was cool though. Oh, so, Trevor, yeah, Trevor you know, it's, cool... it's just getting... keep What's going, that? keep going, keep going. You can keep talking, keep talking. Yeah, I, yeah, I, you know, my Trevor... thing is, 
I'm going through the mountain. My phone's going crazy. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. It's, no, getting, it's all good. Getting hey, tricky for Trevor Lawrence right for president. That's what it all comes down to. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate yeah. you guys. Hey, I appreciate you guys. And you know what? Um, you know, we could do it again another time, whatever. I'm cool. I appreciate you guys having me, and I'm getting ready to go through the canyon. I'm going to lose you guys. So right, I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for bearing with us. <laughs> all good, man. Appreciate you guys. Thank Enjoy you. your dinner. All right, Trev. Okay. All right. Okay, okay. peace. Let all right, now. What cool. a cool guy, man. What a good guy. You're a really good fella. You know, just because – so I'm going to ask you a couple of direct questions because we got a couple minutes. If you're totally, like, over it, we could finish up. But – You've got to work with like some of the most beautiful women in the world, man. Vanessa Williams <laughs> was literally Miss America, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> and then you got Mariah Carey, and it was funny, you know. The other day, I was like, "Dude, Mariah Carey, she's so gorgeous, she's so gorgeous." And you kind of got this big brother look, and you're like, "Hey, <laughs> hey no, 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 no." I, I, I don't even know what look. You know what, man? You know what? When, when you've been doing this for as long as we've been doing it, I mean, yeah. you know what? I Like, we have a joke that's like, you know, like it's like, act like you've been somewhere before. So, you know, it's it's nice when, when somebody who is like a big, well-known person really respects you for what, for what you do. And I remember, um, actually, the two times that I've been on Oprah was because of, um, was because of Mariah. So, um, cool. I did these did things, and Mariah Oprah? and I. What What were you doing on Oprah's show? Um, Mariah and I, we we wrote this um, song. But you know, Oprah would do like these dreams come true type things for for people. You know, make your dreams come true, and and she and Mariah were really tight. And um, I I did both of those shows, so we had like a kid who won like a contest, and then um, then we wound up writing and producing a song. And um, actually, she re-released that song um, last year. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's just, listen, when, when, when somebody, like, I think a lot of times people look at the money. And you know what? I mean, the money, yeah, it's cool. But the money gets spent. And you know what? And, and the thing about it is I get to have the great stories of, you know, like hanging out with her and going to church with her and being in a limo, just me and her talking for hours and stuff like that and, and writing. I mean, that's real, like and like how you and I are talking. That's really what it's about. Like, yeah, like how we were talking about uh, a, another person that, that 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 we that that we were talking about who has like a, a big podcast. We, we, we spoke about that a few minutes ago. I mean, yeah, the person's a big name. And it's really about all of the stories that that person has, you know? So yeah. imagine being an engineer, like engineering all those podcasts. And it's like, you, like you're a fly on the wall and you can be like, oh yeah, I remember this story. And the funny thing about when we did that podcast, it was like, you know, like, it, like the, the, the backstory that nobody else would know. That's, that, that's what life's about. Yeah, it's about it's our the legacy. backstory. It's our, it's our, uh, you know, the stories is what is what makes life a little bit of fun. It makes it cool. Absolutely. You know? Without like question. A, yeah. Can Without question. All the stories your uncle had. I mean, after all those years, man, he he told me stories and the stories he told me. I mean, that I, I, I don't know, probably a, a thousandth 
of the stories that 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 he had you know everybody i mean did he ever tell you anything about like miles davis i love miles davis um somebody else told me some miles stories yeah but yeah i mean listen when when you're when, when you're doing stuff on this level yeah. i mean you know everybody i mean you just like look look you just you meet people but but it's not just it's not just about meeting the big big person it's like it could be that oh no, my what's god cooler, like, it's the it's the guy you don't know his name but he's the great right damn right or the guy who's gonna work. There is. you know he's like he's the guy he played on it all that's that's cool. you know at, like 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 me doing this with you i mean look it's no telling what what this was going to come out of this it could wind up being that oh my god know. the early the early podcast that you do i mean it could be that so I think it's being present in the moment and just being grateful that people want to talk to you and that people want to converse with you and that people want to share because that's really what the shit is about. Yeah, honestly. Man. It is. It's chat. Yeah. You think Absolutely. You think your uncle would be proud of what you've done uh, musically? Oh, I, I, you know what? I, I know that, I know that he, he would be, and I know that he is and he, and he expressed it to me and, and I think that it's my job, like the way he was proud of me to be proud of my, of my son, of my nephews. And, and also like the young lions that are coming up. It's like, man, it's like, I get so excited when I hear these guys play. I'm just like, man, it just lets you know that life and art and music, it keeps going. It doesn't stop. So, yeah. So I'm glad, I'm glad I'm glad you said that, man. I was really hoping yeah, that's how yeah. you answered. You know, because I, cool. I what I know is that I am not the end all be all, and I am just forging ahead so that I can be the best citizen of the universe that I can be. Well, I hope you keep writing albums um, because I, for one, really enjoy listening to them. Well, man. And, well, uh, thank you, man. And I, I got a I'm birthday keep... coming up next month. I'm going to send you an invitation. <laughs> oh, got, all right, right. Gotta come what, over. What, yeah, we got to get what, Trevor what, to make some of that banana flambe now that I gave him a hard time. Man, and let me see, because you're because you're doing a chili thing, right? Dude, we're doing chili cook-off. Yeah, so you got to come over. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, it's going to be great, man. We're doing it. Uh, we're doing it on May 15th. May 16th is my birthday, but we'll go into the All right. And, uh, Okay, I'm a Taurus. Yeah, we won't have too many people because of the kit pandemic stuff. But I'd love for you to be one of the guys to come hang out. We'll have some really good chili. <laughs> yeah, and I'll be and I'll I will have had my second um, vaccination. I get my second one on April 24th. So I'm cool. really excited about that. Yeah, pretty yeah. Much, I think I think everybody here will have done it by now. I mean, the, finally, now it's a little bit of where people can before it was. Uh, it was, it was yeah. difficult. So yeah, finally. So you yeah, will, we'll be able to be healthy and have some sweet, some really yeah, good food, and then you can tell me that Eric Clapton, Gates barbecue. Yeah, so man, funny. there's it, yeah. It's not even a story. It's just like, did he like the barbecue? And it's like, oh man. Oh, dude. oh, wait, 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 wait. So, so let me, oh, so yeah, let me okay. tell, tell you the me rest. story. Tell me story. Tell me story. So I'll tell you the rest of the story. So, so we're eating, and he's eating like he's never like, like. Like he's eating like he never ate food before. And I said, You like it? Like, oh, kid is great. Man, every day after that, he went there and he's like, he goes, Hey man, I got a surprise for you guys on a plane. So so how we traveled was um we've traveled by um private jet. So he's like, Okay, I got a I got a surprise for you guys. And I'm like, okay, cool. 
So we finished the gig because what would happen is they would be like, okay, what do you guys want to eat for dinner? So it would be like, whatever, you know? And so on the flight out of Kansas City to wherever we went, on the plane, he had Krispy Kreme and Gates barbecue on the plane. That was that was such a surprise. Oh, so, so that was like a coronary angioplasty waiting to happen, but it was yeah. good. It's so good. It's so good. Did any Super people, good. And all the people there, they had no idea who he was, and they didn't care, right? Oh no, no, because it was it was. Oh yeah, I mean it was cool. So you know, it was. It, we had a great, great, great time, man. That's really so that's. Great. I mean, to me. I think that's the fun thing where you can have somebody who has seen the world and you, and you can turn them on to some shit that they don't know. And then you're part of that, that memory, you know? Totally. Yeah, totally. Well, you introduced them and I mean, yeah, that's what it's all about. You know, a little bit of, it is, little, it's about communication. It's and, absolutely without you know, question. I, I felt like when I toured, it wasn't just playing the songs. It was the whole part of it all. It was absolutely. going to see the Eiffel Tower. It was going to see the absolutely. different audiences and, and getting to know the cultures. All places I would have never gone. I would have never right. gone to do it. Right, right, yeah. right. Yeah, so. we're we are really fortunate creatures, man. We really, really are. We totally. And are. I'm I'm fortunate that I got to meet you because it's like Aaron's a quality cat, you're a quality cat, and and the thing about it is, you know. I don't know where this relate, where this, where this, where this union will, will 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 take us to, but to me, it's an honest, it's an honest uh, amalgamation of life, and yeah. so whatever's supposed to happen after this, um, it'll happen, and for yeah. that, I'm grateful. Yeah, all the fun of it. Do you have any tours lined up right now? Man, you know what, man? Honestly, I don't right now, and. I'm kind of cool with that. I'm uh I'm 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 just trying to figure out some some other things that I want to do, like yeah. like really concentrating more on writing and just like really getting into that and and you know, so yeah, I I, I just want to do worthwhile art. And totally. I just want to continue to do worthwhile art. Well, it's important in life to spend some time getting to know yourself again. And then Absolutely. all these guys are gonna go on tour. I mean there everything's everything's going to get real busy I, i'll bet i'd be really surprised if lenny kravitz didn't do another tour he's a younger guy he could totally do it so. yeah you know and like for me like look you know i'm a i call myself a young older man so you know i'm down for i'm down for like i want to tour the way that i want to tour yeah. i want to travel the world and be there with people that I really dig and people that I really want to be around. I want to do stuff like that. I want to sure. be around the people I want to be around. Like, like honestly, like how me, you and Aaron hung out the other day. Okay. I wanted to be where I just say, Hey, listen, you guys, I'm going to be in Iceland for a month, fly out. I've got a nine bedroom Airbnb and a chef come and hang out. You do your podcast. Aaron does his stuff that's the way that i want to travel now i want to do stuff like that it would be fun or will be fun i shouldn't say it yes be. there you go we should totally exactly. do exactly i'm in i'm in you let me know yeah all right well thank you for giving me your time today and thanks for thanks for having me, me man. To your, your buddy trevor that i got to know here i look forward to yeah. meeting him and spending a lot more time drinking what was it that the Thel thelonious monk beer 
<laughs> oh right yeah, yeah that was good that yeah. was really good i gotta get some more of that and yeah we'll, uh, yeah we'll so yeah so, so yeah so we'll do so besides besides the beer what is your what is your spirit what is your your alcoholic beverage of choice so i can bring it to the party <laughs> i'm just a beer guy really uh i know okay. aaron's very into his uh scotches and stuff so yeah well you know what bit. but this yeah. is this is look this is this is your celebration of you so i just want right, everybody so, to be happy i like it when everybody's like this was great right on, man. So, yeah i'm a cool. happy guy but no i don't even worry about that yeah we'll do uh we'll do chili and we'll do uh cornbread Woo! there yeah, you go yeah yeah that's it all right my friend uh i'll bug you soon and thanks for your time i really appreciate thanks it. very much Bye. have a great night all right now peace Thanks for listening. You can follow us on Twitter or Instagram at Party of Stars, or you can find our Facebook group called Party Like a Rockstar Podcast.